Your career is dreary and has lost its meaning. You don't enjoy your work and you feel drained at the end of the day. You need a new business mindset. A radio show about changing the way you do business, about increasing business awareness, authenticity, focus, and learning a new way to interact with people. A new business mindset featuring Garrett J. Young. And now, here is your host. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Today is a very special day. It's the first show of a new business mindset. I am very excited about this. This is a project I've been thinking about for a long time, several years. Um, My thinking has matured and it's finally come to fruition. And uh, today is our first show. So I have a a number of great guests lined up that we're going to be talking to in the upcoming weeks, months, and years. They're business people uh, who I've come to know over the years and who I will continue to come to know who've tuned into the new business mindset and are applying it in different ways in their business world and in their personal lives. And I'm looking forward very much to exploring with them what that means in their lives and to uh, bringing out how that might be relevant to, to all of us. I want to start today by interviewing and having a conversation with a gentleman it's been a great pleasure to get to know over the years. Uh, he, I'm proud to call him a friend and he will also be the co-host on this show going forward. Uh, he is a man who has supported me over the last several years as my thinking about this whole project, a, a new business mindset, and particularly this radio show, has matured. So uh, I'm pl- pleased to welcome Todd Schnick. Todd, welcome to the show. Gareth, it's great to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. It's uh it's going to be a really interesting ride. I, I've, uh, I've launched a lot of shows out of the studio, as you know, and and uh, uh, this one, for whatever reason, really intrigues me. I think you and I are in sync on a lot of these a lot of these things, and so that's probably part of it. I know the the power and the and the and the value of of some of this thinking and what's done for me, and I'm excited to to share that with uh, with with an audience. I think there's going to be uh, a lot of value uh, given to to our audience. As do I, of course, and I'm, I'm really excited that you're as pleased with this as I am. Let, let's start with uh, a way that you have characterized this show in your conversations with me, and I know in conversations with others. Uh, you talk about this as applying Zen principles to business life. Now, for those who don't know, uh, I am a Buddhist and uh, a one-time Zen priest, so that's something that means something particular to me. But to, that phrase, Todd, you're thinking about Zen principles to business. Talk about that a little bit and how you see that. Well, gosh, you know, that's, a, that's a, 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 an obvious and logical question for you to lead off with, Gareth. Uh, uh, I, I worry that it's one of those situations where if you ask 10 people to define Zen, you're going to get 10 different definitions and, and 10 different viewpoints. And, and I think part of, of our message in that is that's okay. Uh, you're, you are allowed, you are enabled to, to think about these basic principles however it best suits and fits you, right? I mean, that's the whole point of this thing. And there's not a one-size-fits-all model here that, 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 that you, you say to someone, here are the three things you have to do for this to work. No, that's not how it works. You know? and, and, and you and I, although you and I are similar in a lot of ways, we're different significantly in a lot of ways, and that's a good thing, too. Um, for me, it's, uh, I almost, I almost 
sometimes worry that I've confused Zen principles with Stoicism. <laughs> Seriously, and and and, yeah. and 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 it's for me. It's about mindset. Yeah, and it's about awareness. It's and it's it's focus and it's and it's being in the moment. That that's a. I think people overuse that and abuse that and and. There are people who say, "Well, you got to be in the moment." Well, everybody says, "Well, I'm always in the moment. I'm there. I'm conscious." Uh, and and you and I both know that's not the case. And I've had over the last several years of my life some major transitions, some things that 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 I, I've, I've I've had some major change. And, and and when I knew that that was coming and those change changes were necessary, I, I had to take some steps to strip away the clutter in my mind. You know, uh, and and. A, a real focus on on simplifying and and focusing on the things that mattered uh, was what I absolutely had to do if I was going to make it through those changes and have the courage to actually go forward and make some of those changes because uh, I could make the case that those changes needed to be made years prior to that and I just right. I would didn't, I wasn't in a position to do it and that's that's where I had to do it and. And I always thought that this was going to be something that impacted my my personal life, my private life. Uh, and I was really amazed when I when I learned and realized the real application to my business, and and the power that it, that it had there. So let's go through a little bit of a before and after with this, Todd, because that will bring out the nature of those changes and how they do um, inform your business life, and then more deeply affect your business life. Um, you went through this. You went through some major life changes, and coming out of those, you went through this process of simplification. Talk a little bit about that process itself, the thinking going into it, the process of simplification, and I'm guessing that there was an evolution as you went through that process of simplification. Yeah, it was a big evolution. Uh, uh, it, it's in the marketplace. It's really known as this practice of minimalism. Is what a lot of people define it as, and I'd always been intrigued by that that philosophy of, of simplifying that you don't need all this stuff. And, and, um, and when, when I, when I first was intrigued by the notion of it, it was because I had fallen into that classic trap of someone who had a big house and multiple cars and, and all the possessions. And that was how I defined myself. And, and that was how my social network at the time defined itself. And oh, I have a bigger car than he does. And I have, I had took a bigger vacation than, than, than they did. And, and my kids go to a better school than their kids do. I mean, it was this, this constant right. competition, right? Right. And, and so for me, this idea of simplification or minimalism, however you want to define it for me was a thing about actual stuff right. and, and, and possessions. And, and trust me when I tell you there is real power in removing the clutter, the physical clutter from your life. Uh, because it does it does lift a, a, a tremendous weight off of your shoulders, but for me, minimalism didn't have the real impact on my life uh, that until I, I learned the true power of minimalism, which is removing the clutter in your mind. Right. That's when I had the forehead smack moment of holy smokes. This is this is really impactful. There's no doubt that removing the physical clutter from your life is, is important. I think for me, it really was that I was in control again. That was, and, and having that feeling of, well, I can, I can control my environment now and I'm not afraid to let go of these things. And I realize now that my self-worth isn't dependent on having a library full of leather editions. That, that wasn't what life was about. And so getting rid of a physical clutter was important to me and that it gave me control of my life. But it was when I realized that the clutter in my mind was the real problem. 
and and when I was able to to do that and begin that process, and that's still a process I'm going on, Gareth, and I will probably forever in terms of learning how to do that and do it better. But removing the the clutter and focusing on the things that truly mattered, one is important in terms of your how you handle your loved ones and how you handle your children or how how you handle your personal affairs. But but the impact on business in terms of stripping away all the clutter and focusing on 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 the on the customer and and not worrying about anything other than than what 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 that customer is going through and what they're dealing with and recognizing that's a human being. It's not it's not a customer. It's not a line item in your budget. It's not a record in your CRM. That's a real person. It's a mother or a father or a daughter that or a mother. It's a real person. Problems. They have their own issues. Hopes you know, and dreams and if, fears. Yeah. If, if they don't re- return your sales call, it's not a, uh, most people say, oh, they don't like my, they don't like my product. What right. am I going to do? And it, it, it's, it probably has nothing to do with that. And it's all about the, they're stressed about something. Their child is sick. They're laid on bills. They have their own problems. They have their own things they're dealing with. And that's why they're not getting back to you. And I just feel like uh, all, the, all, the, all the business coaching and, and, and lecturing and sales strategy and sales process engineering and all those kinds of things are, are laying on a, on a process, on a, on a step-by-step plan on, on how to close the, close the deal. I don't feel like they take into account the, the human that you're right. actually communicating that to. And I got... Like like most of us, I fell into that trap, and I was following the process, and I was following the sales plan, and and uh, had lost sight of who I was actually trying to communicate right. with. And when I learned that I could strip away all that all that notion of all this stuff I had to do and how perfect I had to be, and that I could just relate to that person as as another human being and treat them that way. That was when I my business changed forever, and and it exploded in a way that it had never done before. And so that was that was the big change when I realized that it was not necessarily about physical clutter, but yeah. it was about the mental clutter. So I, I want to pursue this conversation about relationships and connecting with people. Before we go there, I want to go back to what you, where you just went back to, which is there was a transition here uh, between minimalizing around stuff, simplifying and getting rid of stuff, and then removing the clutter from your mind. There's got to be an awareness shift. There's got to be something happened that took you from that physical environment up into recognizing, even seeing that there's clutter in your mind. Talk through how that realization came about in those first steps of removing the clutter from your mind. It became, for me, a process that w- where, I, where I, my life took a, a bad turn was when I was living someone else's life. I was living what I thought society's definition of a good life was. And, and at the time, my social network of friends were in that same rut that I was in where it was all about the, all about the stuff. And, and so I, every decision I made, every action I took, uh, every, every, every move that I made was, was thinking about how those people were going were gonna to deal with it and think about it and how they were going to respond to it. And it was when I realized it isn't about them. It's about me and, and doing what I need, what, mm-hmm. what makes me happy, what makes me gratified and satisfied. And to, to get rid of all, those, all that thinking and, and, and all that stress of, are, are my friends going to like this? Are they going to accept it? Are they going to appreciate it? Are they going to be jealous? I mean, I, I wanted to know, are they going to be jealous of the fact that I got a new, a new thing or a new toy or whatever? And when I stopped worrying about that, 
and worried about me and worried and became and 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 seriously appreciated the fact the value of being in the moment and focusing on uh, uh, you know, the, we can we can worry about yesterday we can dread the future neither of those matter if you're sitting there focused on what's happening right now right, and right. and when i learned how to do that when i when i uh, i don't know that i just woke up one day gareth and said "Ooh, boom that's how i do it i i, I was paying attention to other people who were going through this and hearing what they were doing and saying that was that was those are the teachings that that helped me get a handle on it but once i did that uh and was able to focus on me and be a better me and worry about what i was worrying about and what i needed to focus on and, and what i wanted to focus on right what I, what I really wanted to focus on once i did that then i was better for everybody else I was more I was more aware. I was more present for other people. Right. I was paying attention to what they actually said. And I and I realized that I legitimately cared about what they said and what they felt and what they were going through. And it made me better because I was more responsive. I was paying attention. I actually heard them for the first time in my life. I'd always been listening to someone talk, not listening to what they were saying, but listening for the break and what they were saying so that I could then interject my commentary and my, my, my statement on things. It was, you know, so that was, but not worrying about all, all that enabled me to, to focus on me, which made me better, which then made me better for all, right. all my so that So the, w what I'm trying to get here, Todd, is, um, and this, we're not going to solve this in one <laughs> show, which is why we're going to have a, you know, lots and lots of different perspectives over time. Um, but the, there's a core lesson in here that I'm trying to tease out for our listeners, which is... Um, Everybody is living their best life, the best life they know how. And each of us in our lives is being as compassionate as we know how, as present as we know how. And as far as we know, we are as present as anybody else. Somehow in this path, as you were decluttering stuff, there was a little opening that started appearing that allowed you to recognize that you weren't, you hadn't actually been as present as you thought you were, and there was there was an opportunity for growth that came out of that. And that's what I'm trying to tease out a little bit more. Yeah, um, I'll go back to what I said earlier, and and that the the effort to and I'm not sure I'm going to get where you want to go, and and, uh, and, you'll, and you'll have to continue to help me help coax me through that. But it was it was. I had lo felt like I had lost control of my life. Yeah. Right. And that my destiny was no longer anything that I had any influence on, and, and I had to, and I had to perform on a on a track that others were expecting of me. But the process, and I'll repeat what I said earlier: the process of removing the physical clutter, that in of itself didn't solve all my problems. Oh, I have I have one less book i have one less suit i don't need three cars when there's just the two of us i, I when I, it, that wasn't the satisfaction of oh i have less clutter on the on the countertop now that wasn't the, it was getting the feeling of having control right and that's when it all shifted for me and that didn't get that realization right away it took a while right because uh, i had been feeling satisfied but then i and i thought why am i feeling satisfied yeah it, 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 there is joy in, in walking out to the to the trash bin and dumping a bunch of crap that you realize you don't you don't need. Uh, but then I was thinking, but why is that so? Why does that feel so good? And it wasn't 
that I was th- the act of, of tossing something into a garbage can or a dumpster or dropping off clothes to Goodwill to someone who really could benefit from that. And that, that felt nice. But what really felt good was the control and feeling like I had a say and that I had influence and that I could actually do something that had a positive vibe. And, and that opened up a lot of a lot of windows in my mind to say, how can I apply that to other things? Right. And that, but then that realization of, of all the things in my mind that were troubling me and, and causing me and influencing me on behaviors. Yeah, your point of we're all lo- doing the best we know how. I had, I mean, I would have told you for years that I was on top of my game. Right. But then there was a stretch, Gareth, where I knew I wasn't on top of my game, but I was still saying it because that's what society and my friends right. expected of me. Right. And, it, and, it was, and I, part of this was also uh, getting over a fear. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and and not being afraid. I mean, I'm I'm no longer afraid to tell people when I'm struggling, when I'm having a problem. Right. Uh, uh, because I I also know now that they're they're laying they're they're playing a game too. Right. And and they're trying to be strong and they're trying. And I know that we all have problems. We all have issues. We all have stresses. We all have fears. And f- freeing my mind to not be so damn worried about my stuff and that I could. That I could focus on my friends and see what 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 they were dealing with may be better for them. Right, it made me open up, and that implies to business too. I could right. I could be that way towards uh, treating my my customers as human beings. I could open my mind and think more creative creatively about how I could help them, uh, and and it just made me better all around. There's something really interesting that comes out of this as well, Todd. Uh, at least for me, it is. Um, you pointed out that. As there was an inward element here. You focused more on me, and as you focused on me, that sounds almost a contradiction, but it's it's not. It makes you more available for other people. Uh, but also in there, you talked about how in your conversations with other people, you now you're not afraid to say when you're struggling. You're not afraid to say when things aren't going well for you. There's you're bringing authenticity. Hmm to that relationship from your side. You're bringing authenticity, and I suspect some level of intimacy, which is you're now willing to make yourself vulnerable in those conversations, which and we were talk up, about how that affects your relationships. We were brought up, Gareth, to, to be the tough businessman, right? To be on top of the game, to be confident, to be bold, to be... And, and you know, what, what do all the sales books, what's the common denominator on how to do sales? Well, you got to build a rapport. you got to build trust. Well, if you're vulnerable to someone and you're open with them and you're honest with them and you share fears and you share anxieties. Is there a better way in my, I, I don't think there's a better way to, to establish trust and to break down barriers to where they feel comfortable with you, to where they can trust you and know that they're going to get, that, they're, that your customer is going to get your best self and someone who's going to be transparent and authentic. Uh, talk about a, 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 a Talk about a way to build trust. It isn't. You can't follow some sales book script and some sales process and some book to develop trust. I mean, I, you, you may and you may demonstrate knowledge of a product or or how to solve a problem, and and the confidence that comes from someone knowing you can solve those problems certainly can build a trust. But I'm talking about the kind of trust where you know I always I always call it. How do you know when you trust someone when when you let them? When you would say, oh, I'd let them babysit my children. That's a trust. That's a deep, I have confidence in you as a human being, that I know that you're a good person and someone that I can, that I can deal with honestly and openly. And, the, and 
well, how different does that make your business relationships when you have that kind of a relationship versus your more standard t traditional tense <laughs> interactions? That's how I always did business. I mean, and and maybe it's my political background, maybe it's just the, the world I came from, but that was how I operated for years and years and years. And I, and I realized later in my life, fortunately, that that was a miserable existence. Todd, um, we're close to out of time here, so I want to thank you enormously for taking the time to be on the show and for opening up and being intimate on the show. Uh, before we finish, I want to give you uh, an opportunity to spend just a couple of minutes to tell people a little bit about your business and how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, great. Well, Gareth, uh, uh, as always, uh, it's a pleasure to spend time with you. And, and uh, every time we interact, I always learn something. That's another reason I'm excited about this show because I'm sure I'm going to continue to improve on my journey uh, and, and our mutual calling of trying to make the world a more... Uh, more aware of the world around them, and, and I'm excited about that. Uh, people can find me at uh, my website. It's toddschnick.com. Uh, the, the easiest way to join my mailing list is to go to intrepidmailinglist.com, which uh, is a simple form that opts you into my mailing list. You can get all my writing and, and my podcasts. Uh, um, but that's the best way to reach me, toddschnick.com. Thanks, Todd, and thank you again for being on the show. My thank pleasure. you for sharing your story many wonderful lessons about a new business mindset and um, it's, it's wonderful to to have the opportunity to work with people who are on the same path to improving the world we live in and improving our business environment uh, as i said at the beginning we have uh, many more wonderful guests lined up uh, i look forward to many more really interesting conversations and i look forward to having todd sitting beside me as we have those conversations so until next time thank you very much <laughs>